0: I'm Dr. Regina Kep. I'm a board certified clinical psychologist and I specialize with older adults and families. I created the Psychology of Aging podcast to dispel myths about aging, destigmatize mental health for older adults, and improve access to mental health care. Whether you're an older adult, a family member caring for an older adult, or a professional working with older adults, you're in the right place. And one more thing if you're a licensed mental health provider, like a social worker, psychologist, counselor, therapist, or an aging life care expert or certified care manager looking for continuing education focused on mental health and aging, simply go to mentalhealthandaging.com to learn more about how to earn your CEUs. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Imagine this scenario you're sitting with your loved one reminiscing about a very special time in your life and your loved one struggles to recall an important part of the story that used to bring them so much joy. Is this simply a mere slip of memory or is it something more? Today, we're going to unravel the mystery and learn the difference between memory loss and cognitive impairment. I'm Dr. Regina Kep. I'm a board certified clinical psychologist, and I specialize with older adults and their families. Whether you're an individual helping an older loved one to navigate the challenges that often come with aging or a professional working with more older adults, you're in the right place. All right. What is the difference between memory loss and cognitive impairment? When it comes to aging, words like memory loss and cognitive impairment are often used interchangeably. This can lead to a lot of confusion for the people who are experiencing the memory loss or cognitive impairment, for their caregivers, and for professionals. And this is why it's really important to differentiate the difference between memory loss and cognitive impairment, because it has important implications for treatment and care. So let's dive in. Memory loss and cognitive impairment are related, but they're not the same. Memory loss refers specifically to difficulty recalling information that is stored in the brain, like recalling memories or events, or important family stories or recipes. Cognitive impairment, on the other hand, includes a wide range of cognitive processes that happen in the brain. It can include memory, but it doesn't stop at memory. So it can include how quickly we process information, how we solve problems, our judgment in solving complex problems or making decisions, problem solving, attention, and language skills. So as you can see, cognitive impairment covers so many areas of how our brain functions, where memory loss is just focused on memory and recalling certain events or difficulty recalling certain events. What's tricky is that memory is a critical component of cognitive functioning. And so when people have memory loss, it can fundamentally impact our cognitive functioning. Memory loss can show up in different ways, like forgetting names, forgetting uh, important parts of stories, forgetting family recipes, and in experiencing difficulties in learning something new. Memory loss is often caused by conditions that impact the brain like mild cognitive impairment or dementia disorders, but can also be due to other things like stress, anxiety, depression, substance use, and other sorts of conditions that might be treatable or reversible. Addressing these underlying causes can oftentimes improve memory. The same can be said for cognitive impairment. So I don't know about you, but when I don't get a good night's sleep, I have trouble sometimes coming up with the word quickly that I want to say. It's not that I can't remember the word. It's that the word's not coming quickly enough. Whereas when I get a good night's sleep, my brain is firing more rapidly. Cognitive impairment encompasses a broader range of functions that our brain is responsible for, like problem solving and decision making, how quickly we process information, our judgment, attention, language and spatial orientation, and memory. So as you can see, cognitive impairment encompasses many other cognitive functions, while memory loss only focuses on memory. When we talk about cognitive impairment, it's also important that you understand a term called mild cognitive impairment. And often cognitive impairment and mild cognitive impairment are used interchangeably as well. So mild cognitive impairment is a clinical condition. It's it's a diagnosed condition. In which a person is experiencing some impairment in their cognitive functioning. Like I mentioned before, how quickly they process information, problem solving, remembering, and, and so on, but not at the level that it's interfering with day to day functioning. Person can still typically live alone, manage their affairs, drive a car, and so on. It's noteworthy that about 12 to 18% of people 60 years old and older are living with mild cognitive impairment. Often mild cognitive impairment is due to a dementia disorder like Alzheimer's disease, vascular dementia, Lewy body dementia, and so on. Mild cognitive impairment is also the beginning stage when a person does develop dementia of dementia. With that said, about 10 to 15% of people living with cognitive impairment each year will develop dementia. Just because you have mild cognitive impairment doesn't mean that you will develop dementia, just means that your risk is higher. And there are many things that you can do to maintain brain health, even if you do have mild cognitive impairment or dementia disorder. What's also important to know is that more than 40% of Americans who are older adults worry that they're going to develop cognitive impairment or dementia, and I get it, it's a scary thing. But like I said, there's a lot that you can do to optimize your brain health So while a lot of people are afraid of cognitive impairment and dementia, it's estimated that 80% of Americans do not have a good understanding of dementia disorders, mild cognitive impairment, and so on. And so I'm so glad you're here listening and learning. Join me next time. And I'll be talking about the common causes of cognitive impairment in older adults. I'll see you right here. And if you're a professional working with older adults, I have a great resource for you all about navigating memory loss and cognitive impairment in your clinic. So download that guide and you'll get free training and resources on navigating cognitive impairment when it presents in your clinic. I'll see you next time. That's all for today. Just a reminder, if you're a licensed mental health provider looking for continuing education focused on mental health and aging, simply go to mentalhealthandaging.com to learn more about how to earn your CEUs. Calling all mental health providers. Have you been feeling ineffective, stuck, or unsure of how to best help your client with memory loss? Well, it's not your fault. Most therapists haven't had any training in addressing memory loss or cognitive changes in therapy but I got something for you in my free 10 minute video where I walk you through five steps for helping your clients presenting with memory loss. You'll learn the difference between memory loss and mental health concerns for older adults and how to help get this free training and a bonus workbook that you can start using in your clinic today. Simply go to www.mentalhealthandaging.com forward slash clarity to learn more. That's www.mentalhealthandaging.com forward slash clarity, C-L-A-R-I-T-Y.